3: Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get
0: through together or not. Everything is so dumb, dum dumb, dum dumb, dum dum dum
2: The pod, the cast, the pod
1: of the cast. This is the cast of the podcast. Like we to talk cast. Cast. about cast.
4: Podcast.
1: Podcast.
4: Podcast. Podcast.
1: podcast. Oh we record the show now It's, the ghost
4: the worst with the year ghost.
1: it's not great
4: this year so far a mm. lot of lot of people dead from covid the most ever in this country the most, yeah Canada's the been most. shut down by fascists in trucks, oh baby um, or at least part of Canada ottawa you know they' they've been they' Canada's dealing with um I don't know literally the exact same thing that happened to Portland a couple of years ago mm. um and uh you know the year. Isn't the best ever, I would argue. I it, think most it people would agree.
1: certainly does not um, rack up on my burst, be, burst ever, best ever list. The burst uh, of times. Uh, but, it, yes. but you know what? We are one month down officially. Yeah. Congrats, y'all. Yeah, we are y'all. one month
4: down. If I was going to pick a best year, it would probably be somewhere between Simpsons season two and 8
3: hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's care, hard to care argue Carefree care yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, I personally think like most
4: people. and uh, nationally, I would yeah. say. Mm-hmm. All that matters is mm-hmm. the Simpsons was doing well. Mm-hmm. But so, I don't know. Yeah. I think my best year. Again.
1: I think my whole life peaked at a Disneyland trip I took in 2019. Ooh, <laughs> where oh, we took mushrooms. That's, that's pretty recent, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a it was uh, one of the best experiences of my life. Fall downhill Dude. swiftly uh, from there. Mm-hmm. Late 2019. Um, yeah.
3: Did you get to see uh, Toontown? I've only been I, to Disneyland once uh on acid <laughs> and I to, Toontown was closed. It closed I didn't, like when I got no. there. It was really, really upsetting.
1: Oh, well, you know, Toontown isn't all it's made out to be. What? You Is just it? gotta you gotta mosey over to California Adventure and check out the car yeah. land. That's what's up. I wanted to see both Anyway, of cartoons. That's not what we're here to talk about today. I suppose not. We're gonna I guess Chit chat about some news items and then back to Ben the book.
3: Ooh. Oh, the eight page masterpiece coming to a conclusion.
4: Well,
1: I Is thought we were gonna, or we're are gonna we crawling through? through oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 we, yeah we are. But first, first we we're first. first I, I said, first, we'll talk about the news a little bit.
4: Oh, good, oh, good. we're teasing, it's a tease. Well, yes, everyone's oh, trying to talk titillate about everybody with something that I'll will we probably deal with a little more later on it could happen here, but I think is, is worth talking about, which is, um, redistricting. Uh, I found it an interesting, I've been reading a couple of things, like, uh, because I think like most uh, folks, there was a, a, an assumption on all of our behalfs based on a good amount of evidence, that redistricting was going to be a fucking disaster for the Democratic Party. Um, that was like, that, that, that the right would do even more of the gerrymandering they did in 2011, after the Tea Party wave, and it was going to be, um, uh, there, there was a lot of talk about how the Dems could lose the House entirely through redistricting, um, and boy, howdy, that's really not what's what's going down so far. There, there's a good article from December of 2021 in the uh, New York Magazine um, Intelligencer uh, that is about like how the the redistricting process has gone, and it's like, continued to go pretty well for the Democratic Party. Um, Like, despite the fact that Republicans have sole authority over 193 congressional districts and Democrats have 94, uh, with more than half of the the redistricting finalized at this point, um, it looks like it's still going to be tilted in favor of the GOP, but significantly less than it was before, than it was after the Tea Party wave. And it's possible that the whole map is actually going to wind up tilted kind of in, in Democratic favor. There's a number of reasons for this. Some of them are that basically after the Tea Party wave, the redistricting, the gerrymandering that the Republicans engaged in was so sweeping, there really wasn't much more to optimize. And so the Democrats actually had kind of more room to improve things because the the Republicans had kind of gerrymandered about as fucking hard as they could.
3: Um, Yeah, we've seen Crenshaw's uh, district.
4: Yeah, and 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 some (laughs) of it is that previously Democrats were less prone to gerrymandering than Republicans were. And so there were states like Oregon and California that hadn't done it as hard as a lot of other states had. And they have all gerrymandered pretty hard in favor of Democrats, which has wiped out some Republican seats. Um, and so that's that's a chunk of it. Um, and some of it's obviously just demographics. There's less Republicans every year because yeah. it's a death mm. cult. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, so it, it, it at the moment, like, This article that I found in The Intelligence, which I I thought was pretty enlightening, um, kind of ends on this note, uh, quote, there are two big wild cards left in the redistricting fight: Ohio and North Carolina. In both those states, Republican trifectas have prepared extreme partisan gerrymanders that are currently facing legal challenge. North Carolina's Supreme Court has a four-three Democratic majority; Ohio's has a four-three Republican majority, but one of the GOP justices is a relative moderate. And at oral arguments, the Ohio justices seemed displeased that the Republican map blatantly ignored the state's constitutional amendment against gerrymandering. Um, and so, like right now, if I'm not mistaken, let me double check. Yeah, in North Carolina, they upheld the Republican gerrymander. Yeah, and in Ohio, it got struck down just recently, like a couple of days ago. So like one of these went for the GOP and one of these states uh, didn't. And so, um, you know, at the moment, uh, like the calculations kind of when this article was written in December was that if both of those things, both of those rulings went in favor of the Democratic Party, that MAP might tip to be more Democratic as a whole than the nation. Um, both of them are not going The way of the Democrats. But one of them did, which means that like this is actually the House map is actually significantly less gerrymandered now in favor of the Republicans than it has been for the last like 12 years. That's
1: great news. (laughs) Which is interesting.
4: Yeah. And I think a case of like we get it's very easy to get Doomery a lot, especially because the Republican or the Democratic Party um, has not been knocking it out of the park by most in mm. uh, missions but but not everything the, the, the republicans have not entirely been having their own way and gerrymandering is like it not a good thing but i guess i'm not going to whine about reverse going against yeah the reverse right gerrymandering well, in yeah. our favor <laughs> frustrating
3: because it is like well bad yeah it's all bad yeah. and like it shouldn't exist and uh it should The the maps just shouldn't look like that. And we're now in this sort of back and forth of like, well, you're doing it to us really, really extremely. So we're gonna like defend ourselves and kind of push back a little bit, but it's still fucked.
4: It's It's still still
3: all
1: ridiculous.
4: It's Um, also though, like, what are you gonna do? Just let them do it? And well, exactly. Right. like, Like no, this is this is kind of the DIMS doing the thing that like we've all been. Pissed at, which is like you guys never right. actually play the same game. Yeah, and here the they favor. are, and they're doing yeah. good. Uh, so, so I guess I don't know. part <laughs> of me is
1: also like, so when we lose the house in twenty twenty four, well, that's the thing.
4: It's just like, <laughs> like
1: hey, it's hey. not because of gerrymandering necessarily. It, <laughs> it doesn't seem
4: like that will be the issue. There is this article I've been reading from the the New York Magazine one it does end with the note. um The biggest threat to Democrats' House majority in 2022 is no longer Republican gerrymandering, but rather the combination of the opposition party's inherent turnout advantage in midterms and Joe Biden's dismal poll numbers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one of those things you can never do anything about, right? This is just Mm -hmm. like for decades it's been this way that like, yeah, the the opposition party does well in the midterm after the election. It's wild.
1: It never, this is neither here nor there. Well, it's somewhere. It's here. Uh, We're at the midterms and biden's been in office for a year like mm-hmm. i know the election was 2020 i know and so 22 but right now january 2022 he's been in office for a year and it's time to start oh yeah um <laughs>
3: yeah i mean every it, just, it never ends it all bleeds together i mean it started um, in, the second in a, in a year we're gonna start talking about primaries for 2024 yeah. it's gonna be yeah it's uh, like an unlivable
4: hellish. situation um yeah. politics is but uh, I don't know. So that's that's worth knowing. So, again, like one of those things that might turn like basically kind of a year ago, I was looking at it as like, all right, well, the things that are going to cost the mm-hmm. Dems the House uh, are gerrymandering Biden and the rep- the Democrats fucking up and not achieving much in the way of popular mm-hmm. support because they won't do what they need to do. And just kind of the inherent advantage that uh, the opposition party has in midterms. And now it's a bit different. Uh, the Dems did not. A hump a bunk when it came to redistricting. Um yeah. they did right. they did completely shit the bed <laughs> yeah. when it came to being a popular governing yeah, party. That, and right. that everything is, that everything is undeniable. You're listing yeah. this
3: you're making this list like, yeah, so
4: bright side, one I mean, fewer. Yeah, I mean things. like look, but we, I I don't know. It, and in, it, take what you can yeah. get. I try not to do this thing that other people who kind of share a lot of my political beliefs and our political beliefs do, where you, you look at everything through that lens. You should try mm-hmm. to watch things kind of objectively, like how are they playing the game? Um, and in, in this area, they played the game a lot better than I think we were initially giving them credit for, certainly than I sure. was, and mm-hmm. that's, that's worth noting.
1: It's worth noting. Yeah, um, yeah and the other, the other thing that is definitely going to be at play this year in the midterms, <laughs> Mm. I it would be inflation and that whole conversation. Sure. And there's then what's lot happening right now. A yeah, yeah. lot going on. And whether or not we thems have done the right thing for inflation. But then it's also about like stimulating the economy. You need to do that. You need mm. to and, you know and and um uh you know, and they get flack for things and how that might affect inflation, but you know, missing the point that all of the different pieces of a pandemic and a supply chain issues and et cetera, et cetera, are also anyway, you guys get yeah. it.
3: Yeah. People have a lot of, that it's frustrating. Be, um, it will be frustrating and things can change so quickly. Uh, they can, mm-hmm. who knows where we'll it is. Be it is February. Um, Both also, time. well, also it's, uh, we're gonna see a lot more of it and it's going to be hell. Cause, uh, we should be done with him. He should just, he just be a dead guy. Um, yeah. Trump's going to yeah, do more and more I, rallies and more and more explicit things of like if I ru- if I run in twenty twenty four I promise to do this and so then we're going to sort of see like who in the GOP is going to like hop on board those promises yeah and be like oh oh that's that's the one we're gonna we got to do yeah I'm gonna um, pardon
4: the capital rioters I'm gonna <laughs> end democracy all this stuff yeah all these
3: things and like who's going to basically ado- adopt those uh, those those points uh, from him. Um, and ride them through the midterms. Yeah, it's going to be, be fun. Yeah.
1: It's be yeah, fun, guys. See what's happening. <laughs> and so yeah.
4: you know, I think we're all in agreement here that the number one thing we both support, we all support for twenty twenty four is a nice, quiet, natural passing in bed for, for both Joe Biden and Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice for Look, them? Look, they've lived well beyond the average lifespan of an American citizen. It's they fine. just slip sweetly into sleep. Yeah, just a nice, peaceful passing, as they happens They can do it together. To, they can hug. hold anyone. Like, like, a, hold like hands. The Titanic. that couple Like in yeah. Titanic. Yes. Yeah, step off the edge of a boat together. That yeah. might heal the country. Yeah. Televise mm-hmm. it. We all learn they've been fucking this whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. We will learn that. Mm-hmm. That would be that fun. Is, that is a fair prediction. That would be really fun. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, there's this group in Portland called the Portland Business Alliance, which is oh. – we, we talked about this on a few episodes. They control a significant chunk through these kind of business improvement district thing, a decent chunk of the, um, the policing in downtown Portland. Um, they used to have their own DA that was – they were funded. They get to levy taxes. Um, the Portland Business Association is like all of the rich business owners in Portland. Um, who have been operating a series up. of campaigns against the left and against you know in favor of the shit mayor? We've got Ted Wheeler. They're just trash. Mm. Um, they they want to give a shitload of money to the police and put the homeless people into camps. Um, they're not nice folks. I don't like mm. them. Um, every now and then they put out a poll that seems to be showing that everything they say is right. So like today. Yeah. Oh, okay then. If it's yeah, cold. Yeah, I but most they've Portlanders got a poll. say quality of life in the city is getting worse. Port, poll, uh, poll fines, which was uncritically reported in an article by KATU to ABC and a number of other local news agencies, because local journalists are generally pretty bad at what they do. Local mm-hmm. journalism is critical. I've known a lot of local journalists; most of them suck. Um, KATU sucks. Um, so, yeah, uh, here's what KATU writes about this. Um, most Portlanders feel the quality of life is getting worse. A new poll from the Portland Business Alliance found, with a majority saying the city is heading on the wrong track. The Portland Business Alliance said that the poll, conducted by DHM Research, found pessimism at the Rose City at an all-time high and the approval of the his- city council at a historic low. So, yeah, this is this is what they – and then they just kind of report. Did all they of take the, the poll
1: different- on next door?
4: I'm about to talk about how they. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> for you to tell me how. 88 <laughs> percent of voters say that quality of life is getting worse, up from 49 percent in 2017. A lot of really stark stuff. N- at no point does Ketu actually analyze the nature of the study. You mm. guys want to guess how many people were surveyed for this wonderful study? Fifteen. Um, no, no, it was more than that. Uh, it was 500 people, but only okay. half of them lived in the city of Portland. Yes, uh, 250. Oh lived in Portland. my god, 250 lived in the the. The counties and like the areas around it. Um, so it was either it was people who did not, 250 did not live in Portland bound on the <laughs> outskirts oh, yeah. of the city. Um, the Portland Business Alliance assures us this is a sufficient sample size to assess voter opinions generally. Where,
1: where <laughs> did they get the people from? Like, where they gathered outside yeah, of I the From the
4: that. most, con- yeah. from where the cops live in a lot Ooh. of cases, oh, right? Okay, like, yeah. <laughs> Um, from these counties that fucking hate Portland, the margin of error for the full sample is plus or minus 4.4%, and the margin of error for the city of Portland sample for the actual people who live in Portland is six is 6.2%, 6. plus or minus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, I don't know, I think it's bad. Uh, it doesn't seem good. Sounds bad. Yeah. Sounds
1: um, inaccurate. Also,
3: I feel like there's an element of, like, must remind people that this, of the pandemic, So, like, things I think people generally think things have gotten worse. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, it seems like they didn't phrase it like gotten worse, but rather on the wrong track.
1: You know, people are frustrated by everything in life, the pandemic, this, that. They're reacting to news headlines. They blame it on city council or whatever, some reaction to progressives. You know, they they bundle all of their complaints up at something that they that has nothing to do with it necessarily.
3: Well, so it's like there's a a thing about the uh, a trend of sort of framing for uh, people outside of a city that this actual city is like crime ridden and a hellhole and covered in garbage. And so it sells this sort of narrative of what the city is like inside to people Mm -hmm. outside that don't actually know what it is that they're talking about. But I don't live in Portland, so I can't really speak to this. So I would be one of the other yeah. 250 people who said, "Yeah, maybe." That's right. Me too. You know.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they they like I, one of the sites I'm finding again, not a statistics expert, is saying that like in a population of 200,000 people, a, a pretty good sample size would be about a thousand folks. Um. <laughs> so that's uh, four times and as then many just, as were sampled for a city three times that large and,
1: and, and for a journalist for an article to cite a study like that is so
4: irresponsible well, and they're trying to claim that their sample group is like People who live on the outskirts of town, but they're kind of ignoring the real, the really stark political biases and the fact that those yeah. people don't live in Portland. Mm. And I like those are the people who were, like in some cases, setting up armed checkpoints during the fires because they thought Antifa was lighting mm-hmm. their forests on fire. Um, it's just so there nonsense. Be a, like a, a it's nice a big asterisk, but it, it's a study calculated to, and, and this this happens well, in other places in Portland. Of course,
1: it's it's, it's calculated to. Now present a side that's supposed to mm-hmm. create more people that agree yeah. with that side. It's it, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway.
4: Cody, anyway, wanna talk about Barry Weiss? I don't. <laughs> yes you do. <laughs> I made we
3: made a joke I made a joke before we recorded that we should talk about the news, particularly about one woman who went to a liberal college for a while and then didn't like the vaccine mandate and went to mm-hmm. another college. And that's the news. That is and, the news. Um uh, but I've no, I have nothing more to say about it than that description of the article.
1: Good. That that's the thing that happened. yeah, no, guys about it. Just
3: Barry Weiss on her little kick of like finding these this anecdote yeah. and then ballooning it to um this trend, this worldview uh, shift and trend that's uh, consuming our colleges. It's like, well, I don't know. Seems like she just didn't want to get the vaccine, and then. $75,000 on another school of, <laughs> yeah. the scholarship that she got for the other school. Her body, her choice. It's true. I mean, yeah, there you go. She did what she had to do. I no, think it, is not, were... it is not news, is my point.
4: Yeah, no, it's not. But what, at the same time, it is the only news that exists, which is culture war news, because mm. that's the only thing actually going on while, while the climate continues to spiral and our food supply gets ever more fragile and the plague spreads. All that's really happening in a way that is monetizable by news agencies is the culture war. The yeah, culture well, war. I, can't,
3: I can't fuck the Eminem or Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse anymore. So, now, so what Cody, are you supposed to do? Cody, I can fuck Mickey Mouse. You, you sure. absolutely can.
1: Like
4: you can. You just
1: have to unbutton
4: her pants. Yeah. Mm. Uh, honestly, the only thing I really have faith in in this world is that you could fuck the M&M if you really tried. I could. Thank you. You could. you could. Wow. Can we end this early? Yeah. I think well, we can end um, this. Uh, segment. We,
1: we actually no, no 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 nothing to do with yeah. M and M's.
3: Just want to end the thing. Right yeah, here. you're
1: not gonna go. You're not gonna go fucking M and M. No M&M. no no. We're no, gonna no, take no. a break no. for these oh, sponsors. Oh, perfect, perfect. No, then we're all gonna the time come back for some Ben Shapiro. Baby. Welcome to the worst year ever.
0: We'll get through it together, or not. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
5: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Centiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
2: Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. Dad's appreciate. Available online Saturday May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
0: Everything is so dum 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 dum.
2: Oh yeah. We're Yeah back. Yeah, yeah. Oh
1: god. Back to the USSR. You don't know mm, how lucky you that's are. That's how we
4: do it. Yeah, like butter. Cody Yo, how's our how's our how's our how's our big bud buddy bin? big boy buddy Ben?
3: Oh, he's good. How we do? He's writing his stories. He's, he's chilling, doing art for people. He's do, he's getting his ideas out there via art.
1: Give me uh, a his ideas being.
3: On. You got to have a special boy to look at a shooting star and break free from the chains of authoritarianism, which is everybody gets fruits and vegetables in their fridge. And you you got to have you regulated double pane windows. <gasps> uh, anyway, when last we left our hero, I guess is what we would call him. Uh, mm-hmm. He left the bubble, capital B. Mm-hmm. And he is now walking toward oh, the right. mountain capital. He just M. is walking. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. Here's
1: something not related <laughs> to the story at all, but I thank just God. <laughs> thank
3: all you. right. already, right, yes. Save no, no, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because I said like do the previous Leons, and I just remembered something that I wanted. I've always wanted to talk about, or for a while I have. It's not a big deal, and in mm-hmm. fact, I've built it up too much already. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I'm, when you are watching seat.
1: a show, mm-hmm. when it's a streaming show, mm-hmm. my opinion. You either get a previously on or you get a dope long intro sequence. You do not get both. We don't need both. Mm. I don't need to see the recap and then three minutes of an intro sequence. Give me a quick, sharp intro. Sounds like you have a show in
3: mind. Sounds like a show's been bothering you.
1: No, it's not one specific show.
3: Mm.
4: Just a thing. All right. It's just
1: a thing. Okay, whatever. No one's jumping on this bait. I think it's a pretty... I bet that someone listening...
4: Well, agrees. see
3: when you because when you talk about Netflix, uh, I know you can always skip the intros. So you can't. Don't even I'm not
1: away. talking about Netflix. I'm talking about any other number any of streaming, streaming right. platforms. Okay. And sometimes it's yeah, <sighs> okay. No one mm. wants to, to get on this hill with me. It's fine.
4: I steal all my shows.
1: Steal them, I guess. It's
4: fine. Mm-hmm. movies dot com. Have, I, so I don't get any 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 of the programmed and stuff. The bullshit. <laughs> I still my right, short Cody, stories. Tell
1: us about mm-hmm. Ben. I've detoured us enough. Mm-hmm. He's doing. great. I really thought it. I. Th- I'm
3: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sure I'm you're fine. right. Yeah.
1: It's fine. We can deal with it later, off the show. We
3: will deal with this later. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right.
3: There, By the time. Sorry, <laughs> no, I
4: mean there. There is apparently so someone in the subreddit <laughs> noticed that Ben Shapiro's launched a paid access book club. Um, oh! And I did see that he's told his, his fans that he's going to be publishing a dystopian sci-fi novel at some point. Oh my in the God, we have
1: to join. And
4: the first book his book club is going to read together is 1984.
1: 1984! Oh my 80s! God. I think that we should join.
3: I,
4: I will I, not give him money should. for that.
1: <laughs> I mean, we could do a Jamie Loftus style deep dive investigation into Ben Shapiro's book club.
4: Um, yeah. Well, but, uh, yeah. I would love to look into it to some extent. That other I certainly will read his terrible science fiction. Oh yes. we'll be, yeah, absolutely. We'll get the uh, band gonna back be, together. Uh, that's <laughs> going to be the best thing that's ever happened to us.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, I hope it's just this, but longer. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: he just flushes it out a bit.
3: Yeah, just like yeah. T- maybe takes our notes. You know, maybe he's been maybe he's been listening. That's, and take,
1: take when out. did he launch this? Has he been listening and taking notes? Ugh, I think he has. I think beautiful. he has to have Okay, had. okay. Let's get started.
3: God. Okay. Man. All right. Okay. 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 You know what? Okay. All right? Okay. Yeah.
1: Robert's brandishing a war club right now for the
4: people sure. at it's, home. It's, it's, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> it's like, is he going to deny that he's it's brandishing it? It's not a it? joke. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, no. Just a good, it's just a club in case I got to club somebody. You, know? you never know. Speaking of club, book club. Mm-hmm. Speaking of book club,
3: books. Mm-hmm. Speaking of books, not this, but we're going to read it anyway. By the time he approached the light on the mountain, he was dirtier than he had ever been in his life. At least so far as he remembers. So there
1: was it. a light on the mountain? Okay. Uh,
3: anyway, yeah, there's a light on the mountain. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so, the, so the last the last section, uh he's looking at the mountain, which is closer to the bubble than he thought. Uh a light shone on the mountain, winking in the distance, the bubble shut behind him, he walks toward the mountain.
4: Oh, I can't wait for this to be somehow both a rip up riff off rip off of nineteen eighty four and the giver. Um uh, mm-hmm. and the oh, matrix oh, I'm just feeling. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's definitely got giver
3: vibes coming up. Good Lord. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do it. By the time he approached the light on the mountain, he was dirtier than he'd ever been in his life, at least so far as he remembered it. That's kind of awkward. Grime and ash coated his face. His skin felt gritty, as though each pore were individually rubbing against the others. He could feel the dirt particles between his fingers, underneath his uniform, in his ears. Heat radiated from the mountain like an enormous kiln. Right. okay um i have a question has he mentioned his uniform yet
4: no no i don't think he's mm-hmm. described that at all
3: i want to know what the fucking uniform looks like what the uh, fuck man oh you would like shapiro to write a book, like, a book like, what huh? the
4: hell? No, that's not gonna he, happen
1: maybe maybe there was a reference to regulation clothes but i don't know fucking
3: for sure. maybe yeah. i'm doing a search in this i'm sorry yeah i'm do sorry do this do is the it, first Cody. time i've heard of a goddamn uniform sex us up uh 48 she was not beautiful, and she was not ugly. She wore the blue uniform of the Ministry of Personal Needs. That's so that her the, uniform. we've described the, how
4: the women dress. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, that's okay. This is the only,
4: the second but and I don't only think other he reference. He described to anything about how he was dressed. No, and how he absolutely. Everyone did not. else was dressed.
3: No, um, but whatever it looked like, who knows? But whatever yeah. it looked like, it's got dirt underneath it. Under that uniform, that is. Uh, an appearance of some kind the mountain was rocky far less smooth than it appeared from a distance like all things
1: <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no, profound that's just, uh,
3: that's just me adding that sorry
1: oh well
3: i mean the mountain okay. was rocky far less smooth than it appeared from a distance to which i added yeah like all things <laughs> are like yeah it's like very yeah. from a distance he's like yeah it's more detailed now whatever anyway Ah, the darkness of the mountain concealed its craggy surfaces. Now, as he climbed down into a crevice, the light disappeared for a moment. When he climbed up again, it stood before him, a door in the ledge. Above the door, an inscription had been pounded into the flat black rock. All caps, THE CREED OF IGNORANCE. Oh, boy.
1: (laughs) Wait, so is the light the door? Yeah. Coming from the door.
3: It's coming from okay. the door. Uh, the door in the ledge, which I to, like the ledge, some ledge he's on.
1: Okay.
4: Uh,
3: really, really like, just like a terrible description of climbing a mountain.
4: Yeah. It,
3: it is. Bad. Give it to <laughs> me one more time. <laughs> it's just like three. He gets there. The mountain was rocky, far less smooth than it appeared from a distance. The darkness of the mountain concealed its craggy surfaces. Now, as he climbed down into a crevice, the light disappeared for a moment. When he climbed up the- again, it stood before him, a door in the ledge. That's
1: it. It's really bad. Really yeah. bad. So the mountain. Mo- the mountain is rocking. You can't tell from a distance. And then and he got there, I, and now he's in the very His first description of climbing up the mountain included climbing down. Yes, down so into a crevice. it's yeah, it's a crevice. confusing. Like you're supposed to like it's there's there's nothing wrong with including that detail, but you haven't told me that you started. Oh yeah, climb. no, he didn't
3: start exactly. Like, like I suddenly... climbed
1: down, then back up. Were you climbing up?
3: Okay. In the like yeah, in the middle of describing what the mountain looked like uh, closer up than from a distance, he's saying now and now I'm climbing down to a crevice. It's just very awkward and weird, but it's she fine. We're at, the, we're at the magic door. Hey Ben, she clunky. She clunky. The Creed of Ignorance! He gazed up at it, wondering. Do you understand it? The voice came from inside the door. It beckoned him closer. No, he answered. Good, said the voice.
6: Come in. Don't (sighs) be afraid.
3: He edged through the door, hot. Yeah, that, the, that, the, is, the, that is pretty sexy. Again, that, that does fuck, Cody. You gotta get that. The, the light inside <laughs> was extraordinarily bright, oddly harsh. It illuminated a sparse marble room lined with a wall of books. He had never seen so many books. Actually, he had never seen a book at all. They were <laughs> obsolete.
4: <laughs>
1: That's my favorite. How does he know
4: what it is then? Okay. Look at all those well, books. Fiction writing tip. I don't even Try know what a not book to is include lines that make the entire story derail well, as you wonder, I, like, "Well, wait, How?"
1: I have to say, I mean, he's done this a million times already in this one, like referring to things like the that he that he doesn't know but he, he does know, know. like, yeah. like yeah. the mountain which I've never seen before, it's, like, it's, or the Ministry of Education which I don't. Well, use. because he's <laughs> so like
3: the narrator is omniscient. It's the third person narrator. So it's not necessarily from the character's point of view. It's just awkward and weird to say that kind of stuff. Because he's done it, he did it
1: bad, and he did
3: it wrong. He did it it bad, and he did it wrong. But also, when he's saying, actually, he'd never seen a book at all. They were obsolete, he had been told. So he, like, knows the word book. He's been told books are obsolete. But, like, he doesn't know what it is or what it looks like. There's so many questions that it raises.
4: And it's, it's the shit that is so consistently fascinating about the badness of Ben's story Um, where you can, what what's actually going on is he's realizing as he's writing he's like punching it up as he's writing but he doesn't like go back and ch- edit anything to make it flow so he's like the wall was lined in books, oh you know what he should not know <laughs> what a book is at all, I'll just include well, that after him saying right, <laughs> that's right. what I
1: mean is that I like sometimes feels like, yeah. or to me it feels like maybe one person read it and he just sloppily adds in extra sentences to right like, right oh, he, like like he got- maybe this is a spot where I can do something about books so it's not well thought out it's just thrown in that is if he even let somebody read this yeah you know that maybe if- one
3: round of notes and was like oh I'll do it here where they put the note not think he's about like it holistically these notes like a book.
1: Hmm, easy I got this I can knock it out in a half hour yeah
3: <laughs> and, then and he, he types it in <laughs> <And> then he <laughs> okay. knocked it out in 20 minutes. Um, anyway, after he hotly edged through the doorway, uh, he saw the books, uh, they were obsolete. He had been told, so he'd never seen one at all, but he knew that they were books, I guess. I don't know. It's unclear if the narrator knows it or not, but a small wooden table marked the corner of the room. A bed lay along the opposite wall. And in that bed was a tiny man, wrinkled Mm -hmm. with age, weak with decay. His mouth grinned. So he grinned. His mouth grinned. Oh, I see what he's doing. His mouth grinned. His eyes did not.
1: Is he dead?
3: Who are you? The man demanded. He didn't know what to answer.
6: He had never been asked. I see, said the man. And what are you doing here? Silence. But you are out here, are you not? Outside the bubble?
3: He pointed out the door the velvety purple beyond where the meteor continued to burn brightly across the night sky. What?
1: Yeah. What's up with that meteor? How long has it been there?
3: This is the first and only time he uses the word meteor in this story. Um, and he-, <laughs> he, he saw this shooting star, which is not the same thing. Mm-mm. A shooting um, star.
1: <laughs> I mean, presumably that's what this per- person is referring to. <sighs> Like also he didn't know there was a bubble around him, and he's got the word for bu- anyway. Again, narrator yeah, flipping back just, and it's forth. Bad. It's all bullshit. It's, yeah, um, it's not, it's not great. Writing.
3: Like it's yeah, it's it's just not good because like he 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 saw the shooting star and then left it at that, and then pages and pages later he's talking about a meteor. They are technically the same thing, but it's uh, it, like this sh- the shooting star the. A shooting star is visible briefly. That's the whole point. Yes, that's, that's why we call it that. It is a meteor that is seen briefly. So like, and it so it if there was the a meteor, and it he would,
1: if there was a meteor and we, or that something we're supposed to be continuing to see, why haven't we continued to see it? Why hasn't he right? Like this is continued to sh- like, that's a guidance? He would notice it. If he Shouldn't noticed it the been shooting like star, guiding, he would notice that it's yeah, still there.
3: Guiding him to yeah, the like mountain your, or something, your, or, like, in the sky star while star north runs.
4: or whatever. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, I mean, again, it's that, bad. I don't know. We that that probably wouldn't have made it a better story. but, no, it, but it, this is it, confusing. It wouldn't have made yeah. me uh, stop when I read that there's a meteor in the sky. <laughs> yeah, just throwing it in there suddenly. Yeah, it would have been better if you'd at least tried to make it a theme, you know? That would have made sense, too, with Ben being... All weird about Judeo Christianity. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that. It would have worked better a... than what he did. Okay. Yeah. yeah
3: it's just like mm-hmm. the phrase, the meteor continued to burn brightly. It's like, what do you mean continued? Yeah. Like, all
4: right. You yeah, because we haven't had this introduced before. But unless, again,
3: unless, and we'll find out. There's always a soon. meteor. Well, we're going to find a little bit out about what this meteor
1: is after this ad break oh really i think so
0: yeah
5: are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh then it's time for an upgrade with the power of clorox sentiva with an uplifting scent that smells like coconut also available in Grapefruit and Lavender Scents at a nearby retail store.
2: Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal,
0: Everything is so dumb, dumb, dumb dum And we are
1: back to find out what is going on with that meteor.
0: Oh,
3: we can't wait to find out what the meteor is. what The shooting star that he saw in the sky that no one's ever seen before. And he's the only one that saw it, and it made him wake up. And then he escaped the bubble, which has never happened before, except for maybe this old tiny man who's in this room in the mountain that was bright in the distance, and now he's up close after climbing down a crevice. And then back up it. All right. He pointed out the door to the velvety purple beyond where the meteor continued to burn brightly across the night sky. Ah! The man sighed. Ah!
6: Do that better.
0: Mm -hmm. Halley's
6: Comet. I know you don't know what it is. Never mind about that. Suffice it to say that it shows up once every 75 years. Your father and mother must have seen it at some point.
3: Okay. I mean, presuming a lot of things about his age and his parents' age. Like, your father and mother must have seen it at some point. If
1: wait a minute, is it a meteor like, or is it a is it Haley's comet? It's
3: are Haley's those
1: comet. the same thing. <laughs> so they just referenced it as a meteor, and then the next line, it's a comet. Well, I'm not sure how distinctly different those things are. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter.
3: It's just, it's mostly this. It's based on the size. It's mostly the size. Okay. okay um, whatever.
1: Whatever. I'm it's, just saying we're all over the well, place. Well, no, so we've like a shooting, shooting star, a shooting, we've got a shooting... meteor, we've got comet. <laughs> That's...
3: A shooting star, more often than not, is a very tiny like ball of like ice and rock. It burns up in the atmosphere. That's why it, it turns bright. It's why we can see it. Um, usually, they don't like you don't see a shooting star and then it like continues off into yeah. the sky. Um, it's because of its like interaction with the atmosphere that we see it. Um, it is technically a meteor. Um, a comet is tends to be much larger uh comets uh do these cycles. They were they return Halley's Comet is a comet. It's a very large uh piece of rock and ice um, that has been on a long journey through space. Um and totally. it's just I... it's just not <laughs> clear that he was referring to a comet, but rather a shooting star which you see regularly in the sky if you can see a clear sky. Like, oh look briefly shooting star. That's burnt up anyway. It's fine. It's just- fine.
1: Is it? It's okay. Continue. It's <laughs> it um, is.
3: I'm just stuck on this like assumption that like your father and mother must have seen it at some point. If yeah, they were if they're 75 and over, and even then they saw it when they were a baby. Whatever.
4: At that, he spoke. Also, does he know his parents? Like, it, it, that's because, what it implies. Yeah. But, that, but no, I don't it's think it's the rest of it. What this <clears throat> story is kind of implies the concept of the family has been eliminated. Yeah. Uh, right. Like in 1984. Um, mm-hmm. okay, cool.
3: Well, so here we go. Your mother and uh-huh. father
6: must have seen it at some point.
3: At that, he spoke. I never knew my mother and father. Oh, okay, okay, there we go. Or father and mother is what he says.
6: But you remember the comet.
3: I don't know what I remember. Mostly nothing, but something. What? I see. The man at his lip. And you
6: came out here.
3: I had to. I am not like the other. <laughs>
6: Hey, yo,
1: yo, you. Why ge- would he remember the comet?
3: I don't know. Some fucking magic that we're going to learn about. Because um, he's not like the others. He's just. He's, right he, but- said, he said it right there. He's not like the but others.
1: You don't remember your parents, but you remember the comet.
3: Well, he's not like the others, Katie. Okay? He's not like the others. Okay. The man gestured to the chair and propped himself on one arm. He looked a little like a gnome, withered and malevolent.
6: Let me tell you a story, he began. Many years ago, humanity was diverse. There were men and women of various races, ethnicities, abilities, and they were all Did you unhappy. say various or nefarious? Oh, uh, we're
4: getting a little various. bit of Harrison Bergeron ripoff here, too. Here we go. Here we go. It's happening.
3: Yeah. Uh, various. Various races, ethnicities, abilities.
6: And they were all unhappy. Mm. For no matter what measures government tried, inequality remained. Redistribution of resources merely masked the problem. Laws directed toward helping particular groups often ended with them being strangely disadvantaged.
3: Pretty sure he's talking about the Civil Rights Act. Uh, <laughs> this
6: guy, yeah. love him. He certainly <laughs> is. D- different abilities bred different values, different belief systems. Those values and systems caused conflict. We tried everything to solve it. We tried education. We tried genetic treatments designed to raise the average intelligence. But each IQ point meant a massive difference in outcome.
4: Oh, oh God. Yeah. The man oh, looked God. at him. And He
6: really
1: him. didn't have to work hard to get a bunch of answers, did he? Also, no, how
4: does no. this guy know what IQ is? He's, That's not being right. explained. Like, this would just be Moonman talk to him.
1: His wall of books
3: that he will one yeah. day read. Oh, yeah, him. Like, yeah, what the fuck is IQ? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Even, like, even the word he's diversity like, is like, like, what? Again, if you're, you, you can either someone. have him, yeah.
4: the, the character, like, not understand any of these words, and, like, you know, maybe that leads to a moment this where this man, like, thing. realizes how different he's made, and he, he could celebrate, like, ah, oh, it's such a success that you don't understand any of this. Like, it means, you know. We've, it worked we've, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it worked. Um, or you could have like him ex- speak differently and be like, "We tried to make people more intelligent, but you know, then that led to this." And
1: it's but so Ben does neither, how which is fine. Obvious and on the nose. This yeah. is uh, yeah. How lazy it? I mean, I you are all listening. You know, <laughs> it hurts almost.
3: It's, it's incredible that this is what he has arrived at. It isn't. Like, I'm silly that when I still... watch
1: something really embarrassing or whatever cringe it really makes my insides mm. get squidgy. We'll strap anyway.
3: in and uh hop Look-a-lucky. in the walk in freezer to get that squidge. Ice cold, cold. And rock oh, oh, oh. hard. Okay, what's up? What's next? Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Continue. so he edged through the door. Uh the man okay. looked at him, peered at him.
6: Do you know,
3: said the man, good lord,
6: what it is that makes us happy? (laughs) He shook his head. Nothing. has it, Ben? Nothing makes us happy. Uh Mm. But it is desire, aspiration, that makes us unhappy. Ambition, jealousy, these make us unhappy. The man who reaches for the stars is sure to fall short. The man who reaches out to the divine is sure to remain lonely. The man who reaches for his toothbrush, provided that his toothbrush is in its proper place, is satisfied. No dreams means no unhappiness, or at least equal unhappiness. Oh, and boy. if no one has experienced true joy, the joy of achievement, then no one knows what th- that they are missing. Then no one knows that they are missing. It, it's a typo, sorry. M- not my fault, not my fault! Then no one knows that they are missing. Should be what? It's not. It continues. Fuck. <laughs> all right. Equality is the key. Equality cannot be achieved in excellence. It can only be achieved in mediocrity. And we I have love achieved
1: that. The yeah. message of this is ultimately anti-equality. Oh yeah,
4: it's, um, yeah. Like all it's that. anti-equality. Like, it's... He's also, I think, taking a shot at Buddhism. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. With it's, the desire. There's stuff. a lot mixed. There's a lot up going on here.
1: here. But just
4: most of it being that Ben is
1: such an av- a, like just, just think person, about yeah. it like mm. existentially such an af- offensive place to take an opposition to the reality that not everybody is afforded equal opportunities and people are dying because of it like mm. <laughs> but if <laughs> anyway-
3: you uh sorry, if you help uh any particular group uh it ends with them being strangely disadvantaged,
1: uh-huh, um, yep,
3: like again, I have to assume he's talking about the Civil rights act.
1: <laughs> Um, I mean, we haven't Ah! talked about that clip that's going around of him on social media with him with the kids.
3: Oh God, the beautiful moment! God, well anyway, continue the the book. Yeah,
6: all right. Uh, story. We'll talk about that on even more news. Equality is the key. Equality cannot be achieved in excellence; it can only be achieved in mediocrity. And we have achieved it within the bubble. All are equal. All want nothing. Aspire to nothing. It is perfect. It is stasis. It took generations, three generations to breed out the intelligent, to select out the unique. We have more disease now, but we have no unhappiness. More poverty now, but shared by all. The secrets of science that once made men look to the heavens have been lost to us. There was some left over from the purge. <laughs> purge is
4: capitalized. Sorry,
3: Katie, You had something to say?
1: Nothing. <laughs> it's
4: no, it's it's funny. Go. Like the, he's uh, thinks that like this is the the in like th- th- this yeah. is the end goal of like the end goal goal Parenthood. Of... Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. That's what yeah. I was
1: thinking too. Is just like yeah. oh, this is this is what you think we want. You think yeah. that this is the goal? What do you... It's well, I think just, he would say
4: he thinks that he this thinks, is what, like he thinks so like it inevitable. would, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah,
1: right, right. But also, yes,
3: the intention sure. yeah. is not this, but it's uh, the inevitable. This uh, is what liberals want it, when they yeah.
4: complain about inequality: is they mm-hmm. just want everybody to to People, live. It, yeah. It's also funny that like, okay, so Ben, in this in this in this world you've set up, you say you have more poverty now than, than they did before they, they broke the whole world. But also, uh, you you haven't shown us any poverty. Um yeah. and everyone has the same stuff but everybody seems to be fine. They have, they have He's just talking about everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like there's plenty of food. They all have balconies like yeah, what, what, what where is the poverty, right? Like you And again, it's easy to establish that. 1984 does a good job of it of like talking about the terrible swill that they drink as beer and like how one unsatur- That would
1: require you know, so much more thought.
4: Just like write a book, I guess. Mm, well, he is. Yeah. You know, so. mention
1: that there's holes in the pants or something like yeah. I don't know. Anyway,
3: no, he can't mention that because that would require him uh, describing the uniform that he is apparently wearing. <sighs> anyway.
6: Uh, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there was some left over from the purge. Again, purge is capitalized. This is <laughs> event We operated on them. Most remained as they were. A few, an unlucky few, reverted their brains taking over functional operation from their damaged areas. What? Those. Yeah. I, <laughs> what does that
1: mean? Damaged areas? Is areas capitalized?
4: Their brains no. taking over functions from, okay. I, I don't understand what he's saying here, but it's, that, I don't know purge, that there's an there explanation that will make it make they sense. Did they operated them. on them. Uh, some and unlucky some few like... reverted
3: because their brains took over functional operation from their,
6: Damaged areas. Yep. All right, moving on. Those we eliminated. We have achieved what no one ever thought possible, an end
3: to unhappiness. I'm sorry, man. You just said that there's unhappiness. It's just everybody shares it. Mm -hmm. You can't say this. You're
4: very inconsistent
3: about what the goal of this is. Did he say
1: there is happiness, but everybody would share it? Or there's poverty? No, he said
3: that... Where is it?
1: It also, doesn't matter. No,
3: no dreams means no unhappiness, or at least equal unhappiness.
1: Yep, there it is. Like yeah. it, you
3: had him admit the thing, so just like have him still understand what he's saying. Whatever.
6: And then to unhappiness. Blah blah. All
3: right. The man peered at him again. Seemed to look beyond him. Just use the word "and." Fuck, man. Like, sorry. The man peered at him again. Comma. Seemed to look beyond him. <laughs> But one man can destroy the system. Oh, that's him.
6: But one man can destroy the system. One man who believes he is different. One man who dreams, who aspires, who wants more, who even feels that want. Two shadows leapt
3: onto the wall behind him. He glanced quickly. Flanking him were two enforcers. The withered man pushed himself up from the bed.
6: Are you unhappy?
3: Said the man. He nodded. I will say that he really should have given this fucker a name like every time he says he it's after he describes this other man. Yeah. And it's just like just like give him a fucking name. Um,
6: Have him introduce himself.
3: Yeah. Uh, He nodded.
6: That is unfortunate.
3: The man said he hesitated. Not the man, but him. He hesitated. His eyes closed. Burned behind his eyelids was that image, the star crossing the heavens, blazing its way through the solid, soft curtain. His heart pounded in his chest. When he opened his eyes, the enforcers stood on either side of him. No, he said. It is happiness to be so unhappy.
1: Who says that?
3: The guy, the main guy. He's been saving it. Yeah, Ben does. He's been saving that for the entire
1: time. one more time, say it again.
3: No, he said. It is happiness to be so unhappy. Yeah, kind of okay. Sure, he's trying Mm -hmm. a thing. He's trying a thing. One might describe it as a bit of a stinker, but uh, (laughs) some might enjoy it. I don't know. It's fine.
4: I don't think anyone did. That's why he pulled this and now pretends he never wrote it. (laughs) That's right. That it is funny that he did eventually come to realize what a shit. Yeah, he knows. Uh, by the way, yeah. I found a Breitbart review of, of these mm. this book of short stories. There no. is one. Oh, it's 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 like cloyingly positive, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um oh, yeah. it's very funny.
3: That was uh before he uh did the one good thing he's ever done was leave Breitbart mm-hmm. uh because
4: of uh Did he uh, the write ju- the review?
3: Journalist is abused. Um
4: No. No. <laughs> You're right though, that is like the one moment where Ben Shapiro actually made a moral stand that took yeah. some courage.
3: Yeah, made a decision, did it. It was probably tough for and him. How much more uh, we I have left Yeah. Fucking too much, Katie. Um, we're at
1: 56 minutes already. <laughs> uh
3: oh, no, so we're on the second to last page.
4: <laughs> oh good. Okay, let's do it. Let's finish wanna Let's go, knock wanna, it
3: out. power through? let's do yeah, it. Yeah, let's do sure. it. Right. All right. We're at the I don't know, climax, I guess you'd call it. Uh after he says it is a happiness to be so unhappy, uh the man nodded. The enforcer on his right hand grabbed him by the arm. Pinioning it to his side. Okay. But he was sure. too- Sure, but, sure, fine. But, but fine. He was, but is fine. But he was too fast. His brain now moving faster than those of the enforcers. What?
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. What?
3: All right. Of course. Oh. Say that again? His brain now he moving faster than- He was too fast. His brain now moving faster than those of the enforcers. Got a real fast brain. Speeding up the action- so it's like reverse bullet time, I guess. Is yeah. that what's going on?
4: That's actually not also not how people like think about actions or whatever. Mm. You know, you could there's a, a thousand ways to write it, but, mm. but not that. That's the one mm. way you this wouldn't is the, write
3: it. This is the thousandth and one. Yeah. Um anyway, it speeds up the action. He shot his foot forward. Uh okay he, sh- he shot his foot forward, mm. tripping the enforcer. Okay. Then he then he kicked him in the head. Okay. The enforcer grunted then lay still then lay still
1: god it's just so easy every obstacle is so easy (laughs) anyway yeah
3: he leapt to the bookcase his hand gripped a volume the pentateuch it said and he pulled it from the bookcase the withered man was screaming now in anger or despair he could not tell he swung the heavy volume, metal-edged, at the other enforcer who was moving toward him with a slow certitude. The book crunched into the enforcer's skull and he toppled
4: to the floor with a crash. Okay, so there are a These number are of These are terrible
1: things. enforcers. I have to
4: explain like why this is bad, like why this is not not good action writing, like why why this is deeply unsatisfying and it's again because Ben never does the thing that is fundamental to storytelling which is set up and payoff right everything mm-hmm. that is good about a story comes down to set up and payoff so if you want to set up him beating an enforcer to death with a book and have it mean anything at all you have to set up a couple of things number 1 previously to him walking into this room he has to be broadly aware of the idea of books and that he's forbidden from them now there's a number of ways to do this you could do it like in uh, the movie equilibrium right where he turns a friend in when he realizes they have banned books, but then like it haunts him and he regrets it or something. Or you could have him find, stumble upon somewhere. Maybe he's doing like cleanup work and he finds in this old ruined house like a book and he he reads a little from it, but then it gets mm-hmm. spotted and taken from him and he's punished. You know, you could do it that way. Um, but you need to set up that books... That they mean anything at all to this person, Mm -hmm. because at this point we don't know that he knows anything about what a book is supposed to be, but a club, right? Like he's not aware that they contain knowledge. He's never seen one before. Um, No, he just knows that they're obsolete. Yeah, that they're obsolete. But like for what? Um, For what
3: exactly? Here's the other. But here
1: we are also slipping between the narrator and this guy's perspective, so he also also does that. To know when it's just the narrator saying he picked up a book. But then you need to at least establish, like, he wasn't sure what this was. He'd never held one before. Yeah. But, like, it seemed like a something that you—whatever it is that you can do. And
4: the other thing we would need to set up, because this action—it has—there's nothing that's at all satisfying about a guy beating up some dudes and just being being good what at it for no particular reason. I mean, it, it, it happens
1: no so easy. Reason. He just um, kicks him. <laughs>
4: Yeah, what would be satisfying or could potentially be satisfying if written competently is he has an altercation with the guards before, maybe when they're taking away this book that he's Mm -hmm. found. um, And he tries to fight them and they just brutalize him. Um, And he can't really react because he can't even visualize the things that would be necessary to physically defend himself. Um, And, you know, throughout the course of the story, he's kind of breaking down this internal programming. And that's what allows him to actually think and and fight more effectively because he can now strategize because he's broken through the pro- and all they can do is kind of walk forward and hit and he's capable of like trapping them and tricking them and like you 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 again set it up this is why like in if you look at like I don't know whether you're talking about like the the hero's journey or like you know stuff like Dan Harmon's story circle there's always this moment where like the hero tries and fails to do the thing that he mm. then does at the end of the book that is oh, part of like- Oh, you mean like the fucking like bare Like a story, minimum, yeah. Like <laughs> the simplest <laughs> like, fucking thing? Like the thing that people like most is to see growth, is to see someone Success try to after do failure. It's so, fail, so fucking simple. Fail and then succeed again because that's also the most satisfying thing in life Uh, to try something to fail- yeah and then to get better at it and try again and succeed. Like, that's kind of the entire human motivation for all of society and art and inventiveness. Um, so you might want to include a little bit of that in your story. Yeah. Anyway, that's why this is bad. <laughs> so let's, let's finish this crap yeah. spackle.
3: Yeah. Uh, so he boringly crunched an enforcer's skull with a book that meant nothing to him. Uh, to recap, he faced the withered man. Is there anything out there? He said, or asked, whatever. Uh. No, said the withered man.
6: There isn't. How can you be so certain? I can't. But man has been searching for so long, and he has never found it. He moved
3: toward the withered man and stood over him. You took my chance to search for me, from us all. It was my right. The word popped into his head, unbidden. (sighs) our right to search
6: (laughs) i protected you the man
3: protested a swell of pain touched his chest he's so special he remembers the word right Mm -hmm. a swell of pain touched his chest pity he had heard the word but did not know its meaning he Who did he them? hear the
1: word from?
3: Some
4: enforcer, I guess. <sighs> yeah, where did he uh, hear the like... word? Why did he hear? What was the... Again, don't say that. Have him hear the word earlier in some sort of context that yep. moves the story No, 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 no,
6: no. Write a story. We
3: gotta do it now. We yeah. gotta do it quickly.
1: Like, I mean, at no point has he even really... Like, people don't really socialize even. okay.
4: Yeah, I would like I mean, to it's see unclear a because they all go stargazing together and fuck. So maybe yeah, they are they fuck, socializing. They
3: play, they play. They play cards once a week. <laughs> I have
1: strength yeah. on you. <sighs> mm-hmm. okay.
3: Anyway, he apparently heard the word "pity" sometime, but it doesn't matter when sure. because yeah. uh, nothing matters. Who cares? Um, yeah. He pushed the man down onto the mattress, reached for the man's pillow, placed it over the man's face. Use the word "and," Ben, mm-hmm. once <laughs> in your fucking life. Alright. He pushed the man down onto the mattress, comma, reached for the man's pillow, comma, placed it over the man's face. Period. The man gasped. He fought. At the last, as his old body shuddered, he grunted. (laughs) What? He's trying to... Okay. The man gasped. He fought. At the last, he's referring to the gasp. But there is another sentence between the fucking... The man gasped and this. Okay, sure. I'm calming myself down. As his old body shuddered, he grunted something that sounded like a plea, a last hope. No. (laughs) No, he said as the man drew his last breath. You protected us from our humanity, from our possibility. May God. The word jumped again to his mouth.
4: God, Ah! God damn it. Okay, sure, Ben. May
3: God forgive you. When the man was dead, he dragged him outside onto the mountain. Haley's
4: Comet. Uh Uh-huh. Because he suddenly knows now. Uh Uh-huh.
3: Well, also because it's Halley's Comet, right?
1: You're the one. Wait, how does he spell it? H-A-L-E-Y? Oh, yeah, it's H-A-L-L-I-E. It was
3: correct originally. That's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's just funny. Yeah. Yeah, It's just funny. Um, this, the the, one of the two times he fucking referenced the
4: fucking one real thing we all can
3: Google anyway. (sighs) Haley's comet still glowed in the sky, its after trail burning the night Mm -hmm. into brightness. He buried the man on the mountain. Okay. Then, using the comet capitalized as his guide. He turned his back on the bubble and began walking. He did not look back.
4: <laughs> Where's the. So he's going to die in the woods because he has no survival skills or knowledge. I guess, I guess Ben's saying that his God filled his mind with all this knowledge. So yeah, I'm sure he's, he's going to mm-hmm. be a new Abraham yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, he's a special, special, special God boy. But like nothing that Ben has established would make him even remotely capable of saying the thing that he said to the guy at the end because he doesn't know any of that stuff. No, um, no,
3: it needs to be divine intervention. Um,
4: yeah, which is fun and and bad, and it's just a bad. It's a bad story. It's bad. Uh, bad been, it's bad. Did, Let's did, finish did bad this bad story. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. over. That's the that end. Was it? That's done. Oh, oh yeah.
3: yeah. He walked. He began walking away from the bubble, and he did not look back. And that is the end of that fucking. Story. Well, I'm
1: happy it's over.
3: Mm, aren't we yeah. all?
1: Aren't we all?
3: Said the man.
1: Boy, I mean, he all of not these... the
3: man. The main character did something else.
1: All of these things are so disappointing even for Ben Shapiro. Um
3: I think they met my expectations uh, in some cases exceeded them by being so <laughs> good. I just want him to write his full-length sci-fi novel.
1: Um, I know we're going to have And, I, and to join I desperately this book club.
3: Desperately want it to just be this but longer. Like <laughs> it would be so fucking funny if he like couldn't even come up with a second I'm, idea. I'm,
1: I we're going to get someone on the inside. Mm-hmm,
3: this mm-hmm, I promise mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. yeah we'll, this, well I
1: swear um, by the H- Haley's comment
3: yes we promise no, yes <laughs> I was gonna say actually it's <laughs> Haley's comment no you did you did it wrong rightly
1: <laughs> oh boy this has been fun I guess it's back to our normal bullshit next week
3: mm, the shooting star of podcasting
1: that's what they call us and we the meteor get
3: that and the comet and it's in the sky and it's very bright and lighting up the mountain. Uh, with our pods and casting.
2: All right, Yay. cool.
1: We did it. We did it. We did it. Hooray! I love you all.
4: Yeah. There's oh, same. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, this will probably be it for us and Ben Shapiro until he comes out with that dystopian science fiction yep. novel, mm-hmm. which Hugo I don't know about Award-winning.
3: You all, uh, it is novel. the only
4: thing that I now look forward to in life. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna get our our paws on it for what else sure. Is there? Get the band yeah. back together again to do mm-hmm. this. Yeah,
4: but I, that, that's mean- going to come out in six months, and we're going to have yep. to slowly gather you up like the Avengers. <laughs> we'll find Cody fly fishing outside of uh, uh, Montana. Oh, um, where will I be? Katie, you're going to be planning an elaborate bank heist uh, with a with a cast of, of, of Clooney-esque characters.
2: Oh, mm. my God. Um, that's what all Clooney-esque. It's going to be
4: great. <laughs> Sophie's going to be designing the lunar lander. Um, it's it's going to be huh. we'll, we'll have like a fun little little montage as we mm-hmm. we have to grab everybody and well because we have to. read I told it you moon I moon. was out. Yeah, well I'm pulling you back in. That sort of stuff. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. so we
3: gotta we gotta uh, break into uh, Sophie's uh, new place of business uh, to steal the lunar lander because we're going to. It's the only way to. It's the only way to get to the I, last I, copy of Ben yeah, Shapiro's exactly. dystopian yeah.
4: science fiction I feel novel. Like
1: we could make a whole career and a <laughs> hit show off of just you know
4: Ocean's Eleven, but with, we're just trying to but, find the drafts yeah. that Ben doesn't want anyone <laughs> to see of his writing. Like, I, I
1: think, <laughs> yeah, I think we're onto something. All right. <laughs> For now, we're gone. We're out of here. Oh my, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!
3: We, you're right, we're out of here. so Everything's so
4: dumb, Everything's so dumb and it's gonna get dumber.
6: Great. I tried. I tried. Yes. Daniel? Lovely.
1: Lovely. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was we'll good. But be careful because the worst
0: trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh. Gene!